0: Hello everybody and welcome back to this bonus series of the She Can, She Did podcast, hosted by me, Fiona Grayson. I really, really do hope that you're all as well as can be in light of recent events. To set the scene for today's episode, Kath and I recorded this via Zoom late on Monday afternoon, a few hours before Boris announced to the nation, amongst other things, that all but essential shops and businesses must close. Now, as early as Monday the 16th of March, which, let's face it, feels like a lifetime ago already now, doesn't it? Kath announced to her 7.9 thousand Instagram followers that she had already seen a huge impact on the Sadler Jones sales. Stocked in the likes of John Lewis, Oliver Bonus, Anthropology, and Selfridges. As a stationery and car business that relies heavily on wholesale orders, over the course of last week, Kath received direct calls from buyers at some of the UK's biggest retailers, announcing that with sadness they were cancelling orders for the foreseeable future. And overnight, Sadler Jones lost £10,000 worth of revenue, with office rent, a mortgage that she's solely responsible for, and outstanding printing costs to pay. Her initial panic at the escalating impact that the pandemic had and continues to have on her livelihood was, and still is, completely understandable. Having met Kath at both the Bristol and Cardiff midweek mingles many times, however, Every ounce of me knew that she would come back fighting. This is how Kath did exactly that, and how she plans to navigate the coming months too.
1: It's just crazy. As I said to you, it all just feels like a bit of a dream. I don't know why, like obviously we all knew this was kind of coming, but I think we're all still in shock, and even though probably the week before there were a few little things that I was starting to panic about. It really like hit me out of the blue. I still kind of thought it was all going to be okay. What were you panicking about the week before? Just knowing that I had, so I had outstanding orders that were going into high street shops where the PO has been raised. I've ordered the stock, but they weren't, they were still in progress so the delivery dates were either like the end of last week or the start of this week and I remember thinking like oh I'll, I'll be much calmer when I know that that stock has gone out and um, I have fulfilled the orders and all is good and I feel like the week before I was had a bit of panic in my mind thinking oh god what happens if the couriers stop and I, I don't know why that's what I was focusing on but I guess you kind of you know I have issues with couriers all the time so I thought, oh, you know, that was my instant thought. I Um, mean, to be
0: fair, I remember some of your horror stories about what you faced with couriers, so that's fair enough, yeah. (laughs) That was my instant thought, and it was
1: then on Monday that I had my first high street um, order cancelled, which is nothing, like, that's never happened to me before, it doesn't happen, and this is not cancelled in the terms of, you know, they just weren't going to place an order. Like, this was an order that was placed, you know, 12 days prior to it being cancelled. And so in those 12 days, I have ordered the stock. It's been produced. It's been packed by my printer. It's in a box, ready to go to their warehouse. Um, And basically, from that Monday, I think, in, like, literally probably, like, 36 hours, I had a second high street order cancelled. And obviously, a lot of my independent shops... Were closing their doors so they were straight away saying stop 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 like we don't want to stop we can't you know we can't order at this time so in those 36 hours I lost 10 grand of orders and I don't know now I'm kind of thinking now we are in in you know in the middle of this crazy situation I'm like how could I have not predicted that but you just still you know every day has been it's been unfolding hasn't it and you just I hadn't really expected that I thought those orders really nearly due to go out I thought that I'd get them out and then I knew it was going to be pretty quiet um but I wasn't really expecting that but
0: I I think I think you know just jumping in like you can't beat yourself up though because I think all of us are just we were all so in denial like this doesn't happen in the western world do you know what I mean and it's just kind of like oh you know crap like we're we're not (laughs) I don't know why like we were hearing all the news from
1: China but like you say it's like oh well we're in Great Britain it doesn't happen here which is completely ridiculous and then obviously Italy happened and that's when everyone started to be like oh right okay maybe this is coming but still I feel like day by day like everyone I speak to regardless of whether they have their own business or um, whatever profession they're in everyone is just saying I'm in so much shock like I wasn't expecting this to happen Mm
0: -hmm. okay so so the orders come in I mean how how um how how should I phrase it what were those phone calls like was it Uh, were they quite concerned about your welfare as well or was it just very cutthroat you know this is business
1: well this is a thing I think a lot of people have said to me like that's ridiculous like oh, typical, the big boys, big boy, you know, that kind of, and I said, no, I've been saying to people, no, hang on a minute. Mm. Like, I would actually say, right now, I feel like we're all human beings, and yeah, it's, pretty rubbish to be stung by a big guy, but I just have not seen it in that way at all. Like I had phone calls with my buyers. We very much always communicate via email. So the fact that we had phone calls already added this new human element to it. And my opinion is we're all human beings. Um, They are doing their job. No one knows how to deal with this situation. They are under the pressure of their directors and their business and their business needs whether you're a small business or a large company and those particular clients are both great great clients of mine so I don't really it's one of those kind of shit happens kind of things I I don't see it as I don't feel hard done by I understand that they were canceled, their, their warehouses were closing. Mm-hmm. So there would be nowhere for that stock to even go and their shops were closing. So I can understand why they did it. And their reasoning is, is that, you know, the next three months are going to be crazy and really super hard for everyone. But they are taking measures so that they can, in three months' time, they are able, they're still a business and they're able to open. As much as, you know, I am a big believer and supporter of small business those stockists have been amazing for my business they have been constant orderers they completely finance my business I wouldn't be doing this as a career if it wasn't for them
0: 100% I always think that like the big businesses you know there's a founder at the top of those that work their asses off to get it to be that big like a lot of your stockists are so supportive of Small businesses, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, exactly,
1: in their own way. You know, they could just go to the big guys and order, but they come to a small business that's run by one person. So they are doing their bit in supporting small. And I just think I would much rather that in three months' time they still had a business to open. You know, they've promised me that the minute they, you know, get the green light if the money is there and they're ready to start ordering again it might take a while, but they were like, we will re-raise those orders and get that stock off you ASAP. And I, you know, I believe them. And, you know, the one buyer, she sounded like she was going to cry, you know, and we were on the phone for ages talking about, she was telling me about her kids. I was talking about my parents. And it was actually in one of those moments, you're like, Well, God, I'm usually really a little bit scared of my buyers. And it was just like we were old friends on the phone. And I think that's, you know, part of this. We all come together, don't we? And, you know, it's been a shocking week, but you I don't know you just can't complain shit you know. happens
0: yeah exactly <laughs> um, okay so talk me through then I've already seen a few things that you've been doing online to kind of encourage orders but what were your kind of gut reactions to the fact that you don't have those orders coming in now how have you gone about trying to still you know get some money coming in I know it's only been a week as well. So if that question is too soon, maybe how, how are you planning on getting through the next few months? Because I know that there's so many stationary brands and, you know, card designers that look up to you. And I I, I mean, it, yeah, I think they'll be really interested in what you've got to say on this.
1: So I think my method, even though this all seems like a bit of a dream and a blur, I just went into panic mode straight away. Not panic mode, but how can i adapt and how can i do it quickly so i started posting about people being able to order cards from my website send directly to a friend so they don't have to leave the house and that i would be happy to write a handwritten message in for no extra cost and to be honest in the last week it's actually just gone crazy um obviously it was mothers day so i think that helped a lot but for me the core of my business has always been wholesale has been wholesale and I kind of, I do a bit online, I do quite a bit of not on the high street, but my actual company's website, I don't do a lot on it, to be honest. It's something that, yeah, I keep saying I need to invest some time in and money. Well, you've got the you know, time now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. But it's always kind of been at the bottom of the list because for the past few years, wholesale has been so crazy busy. I've had to focus on that. But my sales, I just checked before this call and my sales this week on the website are at 4,000%, which is probably because it was doing really nothing before. (laughs) That percentage is like, you know, don't get too excited. But I think it's because it's gone from basically nothing to people ordering. But yeah, people seem to have really taken to this... um, ordering cards and sending it to a friend with a message because they can't leave the house. Um, And also I've just had a huge amount of support. A lot of orders from people I know or like friends of friends. And I think everyone is just, has heard or is perhaps thinking of small businesses. So you know they might not even need any cards at the moment, but everyone's been kind of stocking up just to almost show their support. It's like and it's been crazy. It's kind of I've had like you know people that I went on a Tinder date with for years, <laughs> like, in the orders and order some cards like, back in. <laughs> and you know, are you sliding into my DMs? I don't really understand, um, but it's just so nice that you know I've just had every order that's come through. It's just been amazing. My 90 year old. The the
0: romantic in me wants you to end up with someone that's just ordered a card.
1: but yeah even my nice old grandma has she phoned me to say she couldn't understand my website and then about three days later an order came through from her so she'd obviously like figured it out yeah 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 but so like in a bad time like that has been super positive and it's definitely kept me so so busy it's not enough money to like replace the downfall of like you know essentially for the next three months I'm gonna have no wholesale orders at all but it's like at the moment Like my opinion is like any money is just like any money coming into the business is is absolutely essential right now. And even though my hand is like hurting from writing so many cards, like I just don't care because yeah I just want my business to survive this yeah
0: so. 100% and I do think that you know unless you unless you're selling anti back or loo roll or you know a, 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 in a position to really genuinely profit from this I do think there's a mindset that needs to be a kind of case of gritty your teeth you're probably not going to make profit um and if you do it's going to be tiny but get through it yeah this kept me upbeat some of the messages have just been
1: absolutely epic and that's <laughs> so heartwarming like I think I could have probably gone to bed and cried this week but it's definitely kept me going but obviously yeah there's a lot of concerns going yeah definitely
0: Um, am I right in thinking you've got a studio yes yeah what about when it comes to things like the overheads from that and like you're speaking to your landlord is that is that popped up in conversation and, and
1: that's like the scary thing is like i've got overheads here i also as you know i'm a single lady i live alone i've got a mortgage to pay i've got bills to pay so you know a few of my friends have got issues with jobs etc cetera, etc cetera, but they're like oh it's fine my husband does this and he can work from home and i'm a bit like oh god i don't really have anyone to fall back on i'm um, literally holding
0: out for one of those guys that's just slid into the dm i'm
1: like come on <laughs> Three months can i be <laughs> so yeah it's been a scary time I'm quite good I'm quite lucky in that business has money in it so i am feeling positive that it will survive but yeah like overhead is scary and i don't like i've got a lot of money owing to me from like some big companies and i'm not really holding out my hopes that i'll see that money in the next three months i hope i'll see it eventually so then that kind of leaves me in this position of like well What can I pay to people? You know, I need to pay my printer. My printer are a family run company as well. I rent this unit off the council. So I kind of feel that's quite fortunate because, you know, if it was a private landlord, I'd feel a lot more guilty about like holding back money. But the council already have like emailed us and said, just keep talking to us. You can pay what you can. So that's, you know, really encouraging. But I just think, you know, it's a scary position to, you know, I've got like, on my accounts what I'm owing to people and what's owed to me and it would be all fine if that came in but it's not going to come in so mm. you know I am having to look what I can cut what I can delay paying um, like someone said to me like a local guy who owns a lot of restaurants and he was like don't pay anything and I was like that's really hard because that's not how I do business and not how I like to do business so I, I said that to him and he said right well you need to work with you know your suppliers that are amazing work with them you know talk to them you know communication is key and then hopefully you can pay them what you can pay them I think my main concern really is that you know it's fine everyone's saying oh you know it's going to be tough for three months but you know I am looking ahead and thinking well what after those three months Mm. because My shops, you know, my indies and my high streets have been closed for three months. You know, they're not then open and doing super well. They've just had three months when they've had no revenue. So they're not really then going to be in a place where they're like, yes, let's get all the stock in and make all the orders. They're going to be struggling too. So is that then another three months of no income? Like it's really hard to
0: predict. Do you think that there's any room for you to add other like projects in on the side or is it just a case of just really focusing on those individual one-off handwritten orders until until this situation picks up?
1: Yeah so I kind of started doing some brainstorming this weekend of how I can now adapt my business and start offering different services for this period of time. I think my only concern is that I've got the ideas but I just feel like I almost need to see what happens in the next few days. Yeah. If we go into lockdown, like on the weekend, I was like, that's great. I'm going to start doing gift boxes. I'm going to order stock, stock in from different, you know, I had this idea. Great. I can pick my favorite small businesses, order stock from them. That way I can give them money, support them. And then I can start, you know, I've got everything here in the unit to be dispatching things, dispatching gift boxes. People are going to be staying in the house. They'll want to send gifts to people. Um, I'm lucky that I can come to my unit. I have a private door. I don't have to be in contact with anyone. So, you know, I always self-isolate here anyway. So, like, that's fine. But, you know, I was kind of all thinking, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. That's the plan. And then today I thought, actually, no, I need to wait and see what happens. Because if we go into lockdown, you know, like I can't really kind of break lockdown to come down here and do that I don't know I don't know what the rules are going to be mm-hmm. uh is Royal Mail going to be running as normal so I think I probably just need to wait like probably another 48 hours before you know mm-hmm. there's adapting but then there's being cautious and I don't want to adapt and then not even be able to do that and get yeah have good. to
0: adapt again to go <laughs> down the line. Yeah, yeah. so
1: it's just you know there's Stuff you can do instantly. So I feel like I'm doing stuff instantly with what I've got here, stock that I've got here. So it's not costing me any money and it's just making me money. I have got plans for, yeah, if I can get around leaving the house and come in here and dispatch it. But yeah, I think I'm kind of on hold for like the next 48 hours and see what old Boris has got to say.
0: Which I think is, is genuinely really why. It's How are you looking after yourself mentally, physically throughout all of this? I know it's again, I'm so aware that it's only been a, yeah, let's call it a week since it's all properly, you know, kicked off. But, you know, if we are going into lockdown or even just at the moment, it, it's pretty, pretty, um, Suffocating. Is that mm, too too extreme? But you know, you know where I'm going. What does what does self care look like right now? Have you got the time for it? I have a lot
1: of wine in the last week. Um, I don't really usually drink like on weeknights or like alone um that's gone out the window I've really been enjoying a glass of wine and I don't feel guilty about that at all
0: absolutely not I said to my partner the other day I was like I'm just craving gin I don't know what's wrong with me like I'm exactly the same it's just as kind of in the evening just like I just deserve this and then and then we had this conversation about how like oh it's actually quite dangerous that like what this could lead to so I'm like I'm, I'm making out like it's drastic but still you know it is uh don't don't feel guilty about that one bit.
1: So definitely one. (laughs) Trying to sleep. Sleep is not happening at the moment. I think I just feel so anxious. Um, So in a way, I'm kind of thinking like, it doesn't matter. Like if you're just a bit tired, it doesn't matter. Don't stress about not being able to sleep. That makes it worse. I've been trying to get outside a lot and walk, like obviously not in public places. But um, we're lucky here. We've got a million beaches around us, a lot of countryside. So going to re- remote places and just trying to get some fresh air um, doing home workouts, doing home yoga. Um, I think there'll be a lot more of that to come in the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. So just trying to, even things like just taking time to like wash my face and moisturize and cleanse and just like taking a bit more time for everything. It's just making me feel a bit calmer and a bit better
0: yeah, um, definitely. Are I'm you, talking I I suppose, to people as well. I was literally just friends. about to say, like given how close the community is in Cardiff, how have you been keeping in touch now? Everyone's kind of on lockdown.
1: Yeah, well my phone has just gone crazy. I got for like Saturday night. I was like, I'm going to have to delete WhatsApp. This is too much. But um, I think we're all going to need this over the next few weeks. So yeah, I met my friends for a glass of wine at eight o'clock on Saturday night via Google Hangout. That was quite fun. And just trying to, yeah, like support businesses. You know, I've said to my sister runs her own business. So she is, she usually works from home, but she is gonna, well, I'm actually moving in with her to help with childcare for a while. So she, when I've got her little boy, she's gonna to come to my office to work here because I think it's healthy for her to get out of the house more. We still can, So yeah, just talking a lot to people and just trying to reassure people that'll be okay. And also like, I'm like a really strong believer of like, when we're all in this together, I don't know anyone right now that doesn't have like something in their life, which is a huge concern to them right now because of this. But also like, we do live in like such a privileged country, like imagine like dealing with all this, you know, elsewhere with no food and no, I know we don't love our government at the moment, but at least things are happening and the supermarkets are all w- working together and you know there's a lot of countries where that would not happen.
0: A hundred percent and I've, I couldn't agree with that more like I do think that every time I have been, mean, I've had it in the past week where you, you f- kind of feel like why is this happening then it's like oh my god we're so lucky to be in the situation that we're in compared to others. I'm interviewing an um, amazing lady called Sarah Richards in uh, the coming days and she founded a company called Girls at Scuba and moved to Jordan um, literally about Three weeks ago and she her business is worldwide and they're on complete lockdown have been for about a fortnight she can't even go out to get food like it's so strict and has been for ages and you just think like and she's new to the country as well and it's like gosh we're all you know having battling our own fires it's mad
1: you know and communities are coming together like I've never seen people be more friendly um, yeah like, I really feel like we perhaps needed that like as a nation to just remember that slightly. And... Yeah,
0: definitely. The like importance of human connection, I guess. Like, I generally think once this is over, I mean, maybe I'm being like, idealistic, but it would be so good to move away from our phones just a little bit, don't you think? And just...
1: Absolutely and yeah this is kind of almost yeah all the whatsapp messages are making me a bit like why do we all rely on this stuff so much and now I just want to be outside or in a cafe and you know that's been taken away from us and oh yeah we're gonna be all like super grateful for things and I yeah we just have to it could be worse could be I you know talking to my grandma on the phone and you know talking to her about the war and stuff and you know the fact that I'm faced facetiming here you know that has come on you know we've come on so much and we're so connected and we've got all these things around us and yeah like living through a war would be a lot
0: worse honestly uh, I'm such a history geek and I've thought about that so many times and there's a um not mean something, what are they called? Like a little quote that's going around. I saw it on it, Hillary Duff's Instagram page. And it was like, our grandparents went to war to fight for this country. We're being asked to sit on the sofa. Yeah, exactly. to get some perspective. <laughs> exactly.
1: And also, like, one of my mottos, like, with my running my business, you know, when I am, like, having a meltdown at four in the morning in tears or whatever, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm crying over, like, pieces of paper. Like, it's a piece of card. There are a lot bigger things going on in life. So <laughs> you just got to stay positive, haven't you?
0: Absolutely. Okay, so with that in mind then, Kath, to round up, what's your advice to any fellow female founders listening to this right now that are trying to make the best out of this very, very busy. Our situation we've all found ourselves in.
1: So, number one, don't panic. We are obviously all in this together. Two, if you can adapt your business, try and adapt it. Start thinking of what else, you know, whatever services can you provide? What are your skills? We're also skilled, there has to be something you can do with those skills. And if there isn't anything you can do, don't worry, like you will survive, we will come back from this. And maybe, you know, if you find yourself completely out of work, use that time to work on your business. Think about you know at the end of this how you can come out of this and how you can have a fresh start yeah just use the time wisely definitely I love that Uh, stay active stay active
0: that's always good always helps you oh 100% um when this when we are out the other side of this and those wholesale orders rebook and come in how are you going to reward yourself for getting through this in one piece
1: I just really want just a massive party yeah (laughs) I just feel like we're going to have weeks of partying. It's just going to be crazy. Yeah, some kind of party with all my small business friends. with More like, wine. With all their businesses there so we can spend at their businesses and like a big party and lots of wine.
0: I love that. Thank you so much, Kath. I really, really appreciate it. That was good fun. I feel like um you are the most positive person to chat to. That was really upbeat. That was good. <laughs>
1: I think I've just lost it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what what can we do? It's just I think I've been in shock a lot for a lot of it. But people keep saying like are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, no I am okay. Like, you know, you know, I've got two hands, I've got two legs, like life is okay, isn't it?
0: thank you so so much for listening to that episode it genuinely means so much to me and i really really do appreciate it especially given how busy everyone is right now if you found this episode to be useful in some way shape or form it would genuinely mean so much to me if you could please rate review and subscribe to the she can she did podcast and share these episodes with any of your fellow friends in business or just in friends in general to be honest to give this series a little boost between you and me rumor has it those numbers help when talking to potential sponsors answers and don't know about you but i could really use one of those right now (laughs) if you are new to the she can she did podcast and fancy listening to some motivational stories from some pretty incredible female founders to get you through the next few weeks too please feel free to rummage through series one and two of the podcast as well there's some pretty amazing women and stories hiding in there have a great day girls keep going and please do tune in tomorrow